welcome to yet another episode of Sitting Alone. Except, guess what? This time, I'm not sitting alone. I'm with... She's with Colin, aka at Colin Instagram, on every platform besides Twitter. What are you on Twitter? Uh, at Colin Instagram 1. I missed out on the very first Colin Instagram, so... Call. Oh yeah, your name does go into Instagram. Yeah. So it's just C-O-L-L. Instagram. So we're sitting here on a dreary Wednesday night in the great city of Los Angeles. It's raining. It's raining, which gives me a lot of anxiety. If you're from LA, you know everybody shuts down when it rains. I know. I woke up this morning and I was like, should I call out because it's raining? Yeah. It's like the same as a snow day in like... Basically a snow day here, except it's just flooded with sewage water. Sewage water and like the roads are really slick because I guess they don't absorb like any oil or gasoline and then they just get really slick because I don't know. I'm just really triggered because I got into a car accident like when it rained like a few months ago and I just can't think of anything but getting rear-ended again. Yeah, fuck that. You better get paid. I'm working on it. Um, what happened? Did you get hurt? Yeah, I got a fucking concussion, dude. It was like not the move. It was not a good look. So what does that mean? What, did, what does that mean, a concussion? Where did your head go? Did it, did it, I think, did... okay, so I hit my head on the steering wheel and it hit back on the headrest. But like, it just means your brain is swelling. It basically means your brain got rattled in your skull. Like, if you were to, like, shake up, like, a soda, kind of. And yeah. then, like, it just, like, inflames, I think. Yeah, I think it just hits the side of your skull. That's what yeah. it does. It's... Did you, like, play any sports? Have you ever had a concussion? I have technically had a concussion, but not from playing sports. But, yeah, I did play basketball. I did track. But when I was I in did e- track, too. You did? What, what events were you? I was a distance bitch. Like 800 mile. Oh, you were a DB? I was a, D- I was a DB. I was a distance bitch. Yeah, DBs are cool. Those are the fun girls. Yeah, we can just go for a long time. Just like a really long time. Yeah, really long. I just get really wet because it's really sweaty though. So you just funny. get really sweaty. Yeah, yeah. Is this like going to get... No, all my podcasts already get um the explicit rating on it because Apple, I guess when it does its... Uploading it like censor or like filters out and it just automatically makes it explicit. Yeah, they don't fuck around. Yeah, you don't want a twelve year old listening to this. You know, but it's not our fault. If you're twelve and you're listening, please DM me or write me a letter. <laughs> hey, don't DM her. Stop listening. To this. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Go to seventh grade tomorrow, okay? <laughs> Stop listening to this and then hand this over to your parents and be like, I've been doing Something really bad. In the name of sweet Jesus, go to school, kid. Just go. Kids these days need to get the fuck off the internet. Yeah. I don't know. The funny thing is, though, is we don't even know how these kids, this generation growing up with an iPhone is going to grow up to be like, right? I mean, yeah. Like, I don't... I feel like... I see kids walking around, like, even babies. Like, what do parents do? They plop, like... A YouTube video or like a Netflix thing in front of their one-year-old to keep them quiet. Like when did I get it? I got an iPhone sophomore year of college. Kids are getting it in third grade, second grade probably earlier. Like yeah. kids are either going to be like really fucked up or a lot of them are going to be super smart, right? Because you like have everything at your fingertips. But it also can just 
programming. I don't know. It's weird. No, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I think I got my first phone. It was like a flip phone with like 300 text message limit for the month or something when I was in seventh grade. And that's because I needed to like let myself and my brothers into the house while my parents were at work. And like in case we got locked out, which happened a lot, weirdly, mom, dad, if you're listening, I hope you aren't, but... <laughs> yeah, I got my first flip phone, eighth grade graduation, and the first person I texted was this girl that I was like kind of seeing at the time. Her name was Alyssa Ivansich. Alyssa, if you out there, holla at your boy. He grew up really hot. I don't know what you look like now, but um, <laughs> you missed out. You guys could be... Thank you. You guys could be eighth grade lovers. Um, but yeah, also, kids... Like, one of our... Oh, no. I almost tipped something over. Hold on. It was the Budweiser. We're not drinking beer. We're drinking soda, okay? We're drinking seltzer water. Clink. It's LaCroix. LaCroix. LaCroix-y. LaCroix-y. Um, last time, I think, one of the last time we hung out, we were at Yard House, and we got into, like, a like two-hour discussion about kids on Adderall. Yeah. We like it was like a such a hardcore conversation. Oh no! Then we started talking about me too, but we start. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> that was. I don't know. What you're going <laughs> we were like, <laughs> Maddie. Oh, how do we know each other? Um, through Maddie. Through. How do I know anybody? Through this girl named Madeline who went to school with um, Chico State. Shout out Chico State. Hey, there she is. <laughs> so. We got interrupted because as we were talking about Madeline McGrain, she knocked on my window. Um, and she's here being our producer. Yeah, she's We love here. Maddie. That's how I met Marissa. Yeah, we've had some good times together. We won't get into them. No. I mean, they're fun. We love her. We love her! What were we talking about? Kids on Adderall? <clears throat> yeah, kids on Adderall. Oh, yeah, well, we were talking about that a little bit. So, my thing is, as someone with an Adderall prescription, because I've been diagnosed with ADHD, whether I actually have it, TBD. I mean, I've taken all the tests, and all the tests say yes, but I went through my entire, like, school without anything, and I work without it, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, when I was little, fourth or fifth grade, I used to get anxiety and I would hyperventilate when I would take a test. Went to the doctor just because first thing my mom did, and <clears throat> they said I could have ADHD, and they wanted to put me on some Ritalin. My mom, she was just like, "Fuck that!" Basically, coach me, coach me through it. It's like anytime that happens, step outside, take some deep breaths, get some water, and the next few times it happened, I just kind of controlled it, and I feel like it went away. But it would have been really easy just for, of course, for a person especially a mother, to listen to a doctor, right? That's what you want to do. But they don't they don't know, like, exactly. I, I want to know how many doctors have actually taken Adderall themselves because it makes you fucking insane. It's legal meth. It's one molecule off from methamphetamine, a.k.a. the stuff that people make in bathtubs. So... Yeah, I mean, the first time I took it, I was in college just because a lot of people, they abuse it in college same, study, as same. you know. And I felt literally cracked out and i was like this is how little 10 11 year olds they take this right? every day i was like right? how does this like my body was just like what is happening like to get used to that every day like it has to do something to you right? i mean like i'm 
23, probably weigh like 125 pounds, I think. I don't know. And I'm prescribed like 20 milligrams. I may take 10 or 15 if I have like something like a hardcore like deadline. I have to write something like a 15 page motion for work or something like that. Like a hardcore draft. And I will fucking crank it out, but I'll feel like shit. Like I'll be shaking. I lose feeling in my toes and my fingers. I sweat so much and I'm like cold but hot. Like, and you're giving this to like a. I, my cousin, I think, started it when she was, like, six, and she's still on it. She's, like, 12 now. Mm-hmm. Stunts your growth. Stunts your growth. Definitely, definitely fucks up brain development. Oh, some of my mom, my mom's best friend, all her kids were on it. Like, just being little kids, and then they would pop an Adderall, 11, 12 years old, and they're just, like, kind of just zombies, and you're, like, it's kind of sad. You're just, like, But what? also, like... And he got short. He didn't grow. But if you're that age, and you don't have something to constantly focus on, what do you do? Like, what do you think about so I know when I'm not actually working or like, like I, I, I will take it to write, but that's for work or when I was in school and I'm focused on writing or like, I can't, studying doesn't really work. I'm not me. saying there's no practical use for it. And I think people like it's, it's science, right? I mean, I think people can, there's a use for it, but I know for a fact that is it is a churning business of prescription drugs and that means maybe selling it to people who don't necessarily need it or kids who maybe could go another way before they need it, right? Like, it's just easier for a parent to, like, be like, here, and then just, like, pop it in their mouth. And then, I mean... And a lot of those parents, those, a lot of those suburban moms are on Xanax, guaranteed. Yeah, they They're just want pills. They just, Everybody's popping pills. You get a pill. You get a pill. Thanksgiving dinner, turkey, pills. I took some pills on Thanksgiving. I don't know about you. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, Never taking pills on Thanksgiving, taking... but... I pop, what's it? I took a pill in a visa. I took a pill on Thanksgiving. I took a pill on Thanksgiving. No, um, but yeah, I just like, I wonder if you're 11 years old and you're not, not writing like a, like a, like, like a civil litigation motion like I happen to do for work, what are you thinking about? Like, are you hyper-focused on your video games? Are you... Yeah, like and tripping what being out. Being a kid, sometimes you know, like they don't pay attention. All those kids are crazy, right? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if there's a use for it or not for kids who are 11, 12 years old still going. Like, it's definitely not good for your heart either. It's not good for anything, right? Anything you do bad, drinking alcohol, doing this. If you did that every day, bad for you, right? Smoke. Maybe if they took Adderall once or twice a week. Probably better. That's a you know a normal drinking habit. Yeah. If you were fucking getting turned up every day on alcohol, yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> like or like, I don't know, getting barred out, shooting up, or taking like opioids, or I don't. I'm not trying to equate them, but they're all like controlled substances yeah. to some degree. But we're giving them to literal children. I know when I take an Adderall, my heart is pounding out of my chest, even like below my prescribed dose. Because if I take my prescribed dose, like I will want to die. Now, we're not knocking it. It's an epidemic, for real. It's not even epidemic. just with Adderall, with Xanax, Vivian, mm-hmm. all, whatever. You know, it's all just, it's being, it's too much. There's too much out there. I was reading this thing, though, that, like, part of the people, the part of the reason why um, people are over-prescribed pain pills, especially after surgery, is because hospitals make money and get funding from the state or, like, other agencies based on um patient reviews so when you like have a surgery let's say you get I don't know your appendix out and afterwards it's like how was your pain management and you're like oh it sucked because they didn't give you any fucking oxy yeah the hospital if 
majority of people say that, they're going to get less funding than if everybody's doped up yeah, after mean, they get their appendix it's out. It's one of the biggest businesses in the country, in the world. Like, oh, yeah. It makes hella money. But like, even in college, I was playing flag football, and I was going hard at practice, and I broke my wrist. And I went to the doctor at the college, and, yep, your wrist is broken. He's like, all right. He's like, so what do you want? And I'm like, what do you mean, what do I want? And he's like, you want Vicodin? You want something? And I was like, I was like, I was like, I want a cast. I was like, I was like, I'll take my brace. And I was like, honestly, I'm just gonna smoke some weed. And he was like, okay then, have a good one. And he just like walks out, but like it was so easy. I could have just gotten a bunch of Vicodin and just like, but smoke, I was fine. Like I was just like, smoke some know. weed, take some Tylenol. Like it's there, I guess. But like it's certain type of people, like it could fuck them up more. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just like, I just yeah. I mean, I had like a run if we're gonna go talk about like painkillers i had like a run around with my whole like i got my teeth knocked out at a festival like four three or four years ago and i've had a run around with getting crowns and root canals and it's like the most fucking painful thing but when you take a pain killer it makes it feel better but then the rest of you just like sucks like my stomach was fucked up like just like it was i don't know it's shitty yeah, I don't know, and I, you know, I think it does help people like sometimes too. But I've seen a lot of people. Get I can down understand if you have cancer, like terminal cancer. And give me all the morphine. And just like Shoot. anything else, it's people abuse it, and people, and it's just one of the worst things to abuse, and it's one of the easiest things to go down on. Maybe besides heroin, like you know, it basically is heroin. Well, like, it sends you down that road. Yeah. It's a heroin and a pill, but like it's a change. I mean, we could get into the chemistry if you wanted to. Um, <laughs> speaking of drugs, Science. let's talk about Lindsay Lohan. Ooh. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. So the most recent thing I've seen on Lindsay Lohan is like a 30 second video of her dancing on her new show that I didn't even know she had because I don't have cable or e-news or whatever it's on. But I was like, damn, that girl is on some good coke for real. I think it's either coke or like fucking ketamine. I think that she goes to her dog's veterinarian and is like, can I get a ketamine prescription? And they're like, yes, Lindsay. We can give you some ketamine for you. Um, I don't know. It's sad. Like, I hope I hope she's not strung out on something, because I don't know, and I'm just going to say that. Just, like, from looking at it, it looks like she's having a great time, and I'm just like, whoa, Lindsay. On her new show, she's absolutely fucking bonkers. Like, she is off the wall. Yeah, so what does she do? Does she, does she run it? Um, I don't, I've never she, seen the show, so... She but. has this beach club in Mykonos. Oh, I think we have a guest. We have a guest. Hi, guys. I'm they, they know about the show. It's <laughs> yeah, enlight, enlighten me. What is this? Is this the new thing or the what? Biggest TBD. Um, you basically, if you haven't seen Lohan Beach Club, and if you're not normally into reality TV shows, like I, you will find joy in this one. Just in Lindsay's Lohan's eyes, because there's there's no life in there's, them. There's the most no life I've ever seen. The least life. It's just. It's it's work. it's like a Jersey Shore mixed with the Vanderpump Rules, where it's like she has her beach club, which is literally like some beach, some like Home Depot like beach chairs laid out on like like a like a five hundred yard like spread of beach, and then a cabana made out of like also Home Depot level like tiki mat stuff, like and then there's like a bar. They and never restaurant. show what's past it. No, it's, out, it's off the highway. It's the beach and then like the ocean, and so you're like, wait, what's? Oh yeah, that's that's TV magic, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's Lindsay off the Lohan highway. Drives a, a like a Mini Cooper, 
Like, she probably has to, like, blow three times. Hey, we drive. can sit here and talk as much shit as we want as Lindsay Lohan, but the fact is we're sitting in a shitty apartment in, Ho- in uh, not even Hollywood, in downtown L.A., and Lindsay Lohan is able to fucking buy a, be- a beach club, start have her own TV show, Dancing like a fool, become a meme, go viral. Respect to Lindsay Lohan. I fucking love her. All the res- I hope she's. I I wish nothing but the best for her because I fucking have loved her since the Parent Trap, arguably. But also, my conspiracy theory is that there actually are two Lindsay Lohans, and in the Parent Trap, the other one was just like so out of it that they like kept her private, and then the real Lindsay Lohan died. How was she out of it when she was, like, 10? I don't know. Yeah, this this is the crazy twin Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. She's not this, like, there's no Lindsay Lohan in her. Like, it's pure gone. I, yeah, I mean, I... Sarah Lohan, if you're out there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Other uh, anonymous Lohan. (laughs) Also, her mom is on Big Brother right now. Oops. Um... And apparently has had this long-distance boyfriend for, like, five years, and they've never FaceTimed or met. So it's like, how do you know if it's real? And she's like, yeah, we're going to get married. Um, like, it's real love, like, blah, blah, blah. And so Do I you guys watch like, The Bachelor? No. No, do you? No. Okay, wow. I was hoping <laughs> one of you guys did. I used to. I don't get to. it. <laughs> I used to. Like, at, sometimes with friends. No, in college I watched it because it was around girls more, but, like, I don't, yeah. I never, I haven't watched it in years. I mean, everything I see is online and it's everywhere all the time. Like, I, I know, like, who is The Bachelor, Colton, or who was Colton. Bachelor. And then, like, you know, some of the girls, but I'm just like, just because it's fucking everywhere, right? Okay, I can speak on this because I did read an article in People Magazine about three weeks ago. Saying that Colton is not a virgin. Whoa! Hey, breaking news podcast. Colton's not a virgin. Wee woo! <laughs> the virgin police are coming. The virgin insert, insert sirens here. Breaking news. <laughs> I mean, no duh, he's not a fucking virgin. Come on, the guy was in the NFL. He's fucking making a ton of money. He's handsome. Like I don't know. Like it's just such a good know, story. Like is he hella religious? I don't even know that. I don't know. He played for the Chargers though. Bolt up. Um, See, I don't even know that much. I don't even know that much. Uh, the, weird, because I know that much. The straight dude in the room. Sorry, <laughs> sorry on pop culture. But... <laughs> um, Hollywood, baby. I think, and then I saw another headline that was like, Colton opens up about his mental health. Oh my gosh. I see a therapist because mental health is health. Yeah. It was like, oh my god, you see a therapist? Like... <laughs> God. Bitch, I see two. All I so. see was like gifts of him the last three days fucking jumping over the big fence jump. I'm like, what is it about this fence jump? Sounds like he got dumped. He got dumped and went and jumped the fence. I was like, how is this TV? Ratings are out the roof. It's not. Well, what do they do? <laughs> Apparently on The Bachelor, they have that thing where they like go to the cabana or like go, they have like a night, like a romantic night oh, yeah. alone, right? Something like so that. So what do they do? Just like spoon? Dude, they spoon? Honestly. Are they allowed to kiss five feet apart? Dude, like, they're banging most of the time, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. Condom or no condom? <laughs> you know, buffet. <laughs> <laughs> Pick and choose, my man. I, JK, practice Wait, safe okay, we're actually... Hold on. I need to look up something. So, we just took a break to Google if the bachelor, Colton, has a religion and can find anything. So, we're just going to assume that he has a micro penis and that's why he's still a virgin. Small dick alert. Small dick alert, 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 <laughs> alert. Um, so how's life in LA for you? 
Um, it's cool. It's interesting. Um, been here for over two years now. Right out from Atlanta, Georgia. ATL represent. Um, yeah, came here like eight months, nine months after college, and I love it. I mean, it's pretentious as fuck. People suck a lot. Uh, traffic sucks. That I can agree with. Um, but there's also a lot of good in it, and tons of creativity, and I love it. What about you? How long have you been here? I've been here, um, <clears throat> it'll be two years in July, so a little bit over a year and a half. Where'd you move from? Well, I went to school in New York for, like, four years. And I'm, like, my parents, like, have a place there. And then... School at college? Yeah, I went to college in New York City. And then I'm originally from, like, Maryland, like, D.C. How's the city? That's why, like, I think what you said about people being pretentious and, like, all that is, like... It's way chiller than New York. Well, I that's what I hear. I hear New York and LA are very similar. No, 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 but no. But no, as in the fact is, is like, I don't know. I feel like they're both pretentious. They're very intense cities. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Beautiful I... Beautiful people too, both cities. Yes. But I left New York because, like, I mean, I could have worked there. I could have lived there, whatever. But I left because it was literally just like taking such a toll on me like in so many ways that I just needed to get out and I had an opportunity in a house and a place to move out here so I took it and then just kind of ran with it and things worked out what do you want to do what did you come out here for to fucking I don't know I would just I feel like I would just like like run like like life had just like run me through like because it was just like non-stop from like birth through college just like school 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 do your best get like get yeah. all that shit done and then after i graduated i was like i don't know what the fuck i want to do your parents conservative so conservative i went to catholic school my whole life like were they surprised when you came out <laughs> um uh, yes and way? what in which way it, what what do you mean surprised? Um, no, in which way? Did they know? Out? Were they supportive? Did they understand that way? Um, so I actually got like called out by my mom. Kind of, she was like, I was like dating this girl like my junior year of college. Babe, can you get me another beer? Another beer. Oh no! Can you get me another diet coke? Thank you. Um, so I was dating this girl um, from back home. Allie, if you're listening, you can suck my fucking dick, you fucking suck cunt. Suck dick. Oh. Fucking hate you. I think okay. you should say that again. You can suck my fucking dick, you no, fucking cunt. No, in a nicer cunt. way. Allie, if you're listening, you can suck my fucking dick, you fucking cunt. Damn. I hope you die. Um, oh! You ruined my life for a hot minute. Allie, um, what did you do? A lot. <laughs> um... <laughs> But, and then I was just, like, hanging out with her, like, every time I was home. I was coming home, like, every other weekend, and my parents were like, that's weird. Like, why is she coming home from New York City to, like, D.C., like, every other weekend? Like, that's unlike her. You getting a girl. My mom was like, like, you are always with her, like, randomly. I've never met her before. Like, what's going on? And I was like, she's like, are you guys dating? I was like, yeah. And she, like, burst into tears, and she was like, I knew it. She's like, I still love you, but, like, her main thing was, like, you shouldn't have sex before marriage. That's still her thing. Like. So, all in all, they were pretty understanding about Yeah. It. Like, I have a gay cousin. My little brother is also gay. He came okay. out when he was, like, 15. Damn. But, so, they just are, their thing is, like, 
they they accept it. They're just not happy about it. They're not just they're not like yay like. How many siblings do you have? Two. So two out of three. Two out of three are gay. Yeah. Okay. Something's in the water. So <laughs> they're swimming through something. I something's in the water. <laughs> um, but. So you moved over here. You got away. I got away. Like I just need to be like a. I I think I needed to be out of my comfort zone to just kind of get back to myself and figure out what it was that I wanted and what I wanted to like, I just needed to like recenter with like myself as a person and kind of like, it was a rocky road to get there. I'm, I'm still not there, but I think being on my own and like, like doing my own shit is like very helpful in figuring out what I want to do. And like, I just, I don't know, like career wise, like I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy right now. Like, do I want to, like, I don't know. I'm still torn about grad school. Like, do I want to go the psychology route or law school? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But what about you? What, what is, what is, what has brought you here? What did you go to school for? what did you do? I went to school for business project management uh, at Chico State. It's very specific. And uh, very specific. We had a project management program, did marketing, but I was always in love with movies. I wanted to go to like, if I could have it my way and go back, I would go to film school somewhere. And- oh, I would love to learn how to fucking write a screenplay. Yeah. So I took the safe route, just going to college. And I'm not mad at it. I made some of my best friends in my life and had some of the greatest times ever. Learned a lot. I wouldn't but- know you if you didn't go to college. Yeah, exactly, right? Life's crazy. And it's just like, I went through it, did it all. Got to have a great job now, and then somehow ended up here in L.A. Some of my best friends from high school have, have always made music. They all ended up out here at the same time, so just starting to make music and find, like, a different path in life, but also embracing my college life. And... I feel like the last time, before I started this podcast and I, like, um, like expressed to you that I wanted to do something like this, you kind of broke it down for me in a very, like, helpful and, like, poignant way that kind of, like, directed me in this the way that like this is happening because you were like basically you said like you have your day job you do what you do and then like you make your own creative space and you just if you want to do it you have to make your own creative space yeah I mean that's the thing I learned out here right like a lot of people have a passion and I feel like a lot of people are really talented right and things they may not necessarily be really good at right they're good at a lot of things and their whole career is sometimes mapped out, but it's one thing they're good at, and they also have this other talent or dream. And, like, when I came out here, like, it was just, like, an, I've always loved, you know, music. I've always been around it, and, like, now I'm starting to take it seriously. And so, like, I can do both things. There's enough hours in the day, right? You only need six, seven hours to sleep instead of putting on Netflix after mm-hmm. I do my my day job, so which, I'm, which I'm grateful for that I love, that I've also learned a lot that's helped me in what I'm pas- more passionate about that you have an extra four or five hours after work instead of just sitting around doing nothing. And it's hard sometimes, but that's what separates people who are good at something or who like something than the people who are great at it, right? There's so many, especially where we live here in LA, there's so many talented people. So many of my friends are talented in, you know, acting. Everyone wants to be an actor, writer, a rapper, a singer, right? There's yeah. so many talented people of those in the world, but it's like, who's going to put in the work and who's really going to try and who's going to be where they need to be, right? And with a little bit of luck, I mean, you're going to hate yourself if you don't try something, right? That's but just, that's also, it. like, there's the, the satisfaction of putting something out into the world, you know? Like, yeah. it's yours, regardless of who listens, who watches, who does whatever. Like, there is that. And, like, I think when you, like... 
when we had that talk, it really changed things for me because I had been trying to find, like, my, I was trying to find my voice and, like, a creative outlet, and you were just, like, yo, you can balance both, like, yeah. you come home from work and what do you do, like, watch Netflix, no, just fucking sit down and talk, like. It's okay to watch Netflix, I watch Netflix, you know, sometimes, but more times than not, I'm <clears throat> doing something else to just, also for my own creative satisfaction, and either way, if it makes money or does not or works out or not, I'm doing it because I love it, and that's, that's the base, I think, for success in anything, right? I think that's a common misconception is that you can't be, like, a professional in one part of your... Like, you can't be, like... We both have, like, professional white-collar jobs, right? And then you can't also have, like, a creative... Not side job, but, like, creative career as well. I think yeah. that's, like, completely doable. Like... It's not like you're moonlighting as a songwriter or, like, I'm moonlighting as, like, a podcaster, but it's just, like, something else that you do. It's, like, equal parts of you, you know? Well, and you mean you think of people who have, you know, made it doing maybe what they love is, like, even, like, as a podcaster, right? Like, it's just about doing it, and it's, there's, there's, there's no right way, especially in the creative industry, right? There's no right way to become a successful actor, a success, oh, that was the dog a successful songwriter, a successful um, a musician, right? If you go, if you want to be a lawyer or you want to go into project management or you want to go into marketing or sales, there's literally a path. Yeah, but it doesn't take, mean you're going to be good at it. doesn't mean you're going to be good at it, but you can be okay at it because there's a path, yeah. right? But for like, that's what the create, that's what I love about the creative industry. There, and one of my good friends always told me that there's no really formula and right way to do it. Like being a podcaster, like how did podcaster, how did their podcast become popular? This started this way. Yeah. And that's what I loved about what you were saying because you're like, I want to start it. I want to do it. I just don't know how. I don't know if I have enough time. And I was like, that's where you kind of re- relating to. It was like, I just said, you can just do it. You can yeah. do it. There, you, you, That's what, That's how it starts. You just yeah. do it. You have to just yeah. do it. Like, I, Nike said it best. Just do it. I think that a few days after I was just, I, I, I recorded the first episode on my phone while I was at the dog park because I was just like alone with Ruby, like, we were like, like just like chilling. She was running around, and I was like, I'm just gonna start talking. I mean, like, people make money off of this, but it's also just like, I need, like, well, I don't you, know. You have to do this for the 10 people who might listen to this, and then maybe for the event, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe it's Maybelline, maybe for the eventual 3,000 people that will listen to this. You have to do it for both, right? Because yeah. you're doing it for you at the end of the day. Yeah. Right, that's what I do all the time. I do it because I love, like, I like it. I yeah. love it. Like, I love talking, you know, you love talking about your day. I love writing music. I love collaborating. With, I love putting something out there. Like, exactly. I love sharing something. I love that my name is on something. Yeah. If you go on Spotify and you look up one of my songs, my name is in the songwriting credit. Like, I love, yeah. like, that ownership. And of, it's like, like, if you go on an Apple podcast, which you will be on, and you will be clicking on this, you'll see my name sitting alone except I'm not sitting alone I'm calling <laughs> and it's just like it's out there it's like putting something out there that just like I don't know it feels like because you know we're put in this box it's like you're gonna grow up you're gonna be a doctor lawyer mm-hmm. whatever project manager you're gonna be making money like these are your paths are you gonna be happy doing it mm-hmm. I don't know but I feel like there's also this like notion that maybe like it's like a baby boomer notion that like your job is your life and your job is who you are but it's not yeah like when you you introduce yourself to someone like what would you say hi my name is colin i'm a oh i would say uh, yeah i'm I'm a manager a songwriter right yeah like that's that's basically like 
because I do in my corporate job, that's what I am. I'm a project manager, and then also I'm trying you know, manage an artist, songwrite, but it's like, I can combine those two worlds, but keep them separate, you know, it's just like a, it's a very delicate balance, and it's something that hopefully one day I can look at, where I get to a point, and I'm where like, okay, here's my regular job, my corporate job, and here's what I've been working at, there's going to be a point where I have to go all in on one. Yeah. Right? And I might have to make, I might have to make less money for the while, I might have to make sacrifices, but it's like, I'm hoping it comes to a point to where, because if I'm just doing this balancing out my whole life, then yeah, my you know what I'm really passionate about my hobbies it'll still be there and I'll still have fun and I hope you know it's still a creative outlet but would I be happy if I just was all in on that and making a good living you know what I'm saying yeah like, I that's like what I I think about like I mean uh like go, going back like I see my parents like my dad um, hi dad hope you're not <laughs> listening he's an exec an exec at North of Grumman which is like defense contracting but he used to he was self taught guitar and he used to be so fucking good he used to be in bands like he used to like write music and stuff like that and then once he got like he had like kids and like started like being like high up in the company like he stopped playing guitar yeah and now he just i don't know like well and you know like maybe he stopped maybe like, we'll get making to that, music maybe like, we'll get to that point where maybe i feel like it's a waste of time but not a waste of time but you know maybe he got he got comfortable he started making a lot of money you know i don't know like but that doesn't mean you can't go home and play guitar, like. Yeah, but that's but the, I think the, I think that's what happens to people early, way earlier in their lives, yeah. where they love doing this or that, but then when they graduate the college, they stop playing guitar. Yeah, it just happened for your dad later. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's like the downplay of like, no, don't stop doing what you also love. Yeah. Even if it's not successful, like I hope I'm still helping my friends with music, doing music, songwriting. I still just write stuff in my own notes that I just like have for me that yeah. I, only I have been looking at just because yeah. I like it you know yeah. like do your I have a question do people at your work know like do your co-workers know that you make music so only a few of them know who like follow me on social media like the younger ones that they yeah. know but only recently have I come out and said like Colin, guys, Colin came out of the closet. I came out of the closet on music, and I was like, I'm, because I've always, I've always, like, I was in, in high school, I had a rap group called 8Live8, you can check us out on myspace.com, slash 8Live8, <laughs> with my boy Danny, aka DZ, shout out DZ, um, so we, may, I've always been making raps, music, met with my boy Jordan, shout out Fadeaway on Instagram, um, Austin Steele, who had a band called Super Groupie, uh, always helped that, those guys out, now he has a band called Creature Canyon, my boy Alex at Cash, Cash Wave Rider, who I make music with now. I met all those guys when I was in high school, when I switched high schools, right? It was a very, like, one of the most turbulent points in my life, going from a high school in the middle of 10th grade where I grew up with everyone from elementary school to middle school into high school. And then my, my mom, who raised me, was like, we're moving to Washington, D.C. from Southern California. So I was like, I'm not, I was 15. I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to move with my dad, who, you know, I don't see a lot and didn't talk to at the time a yeah. lot didn't have a close relationship just because it was in southern california yeah went to a new school with new friends didn't have any friends going from popular to just like Nobody. yeah so focus turned the on new music kid. exactly this is crazy how life works and those are the people i'm with now creatively collaborating with that give me joy like just like such even college like i didn't make music in college but i still knew how to you know rap you know i write sometimes but like it was yeah. just like always something that followed me you yeah, know, and that that I love, like indie, like just you know, I just loved it. Like, so did you like tell people at work? Like, does your boss know? Like, or no, you... no, they don't know. Yeah, like, my bosses know. Like, I don't dude, think it's a bad thing to be like. I mean, having a podcast is way more like open than like 
you like hey i wrote a song like hey i produced this hey, yeah I like no lie like i don't want them to hear this as much as my music you know what i'm saying oh but yeah like, but like even some of the music i write like i'll show my mom a music she's like that's actually really good then there's like a song i won't show her that we haven't released yet just because it says fuck fuck a lot like yeah you know, no like, yeah like i i wouldn't want like i don't uh i don't know about my boss right now but like my old bosses no they can never hear this but yeah it's it's weird like i don't know it's like also, Why can't those worlds right, merge? Right, that's what I was about to say. We're, you know? we're technically not saying anything wrong, but Cause people, people are, will look at you differently. No matter if you think it's fine or not, they're going to look at you a certain way. Right? But if you say, like, okay, so, like, for example, my boss today was asking about Maddie, my girlfriend, because I was telling him that we were staying, like, we, yeah. were, we were going away this weekend. He's like, what's your girlfriend like? And I was, like, telling him, and he's, like, like, asking about her hobbies and all that shit, and I was, like, telling him. And I was, like, but, like, you know, like... If someone asks what your hobbies are and you say, oh, I like to, um, I like to work out, I'm a really, I love to play tennis, and I like to crochet or some shit, no one's going to question that. But if you say, I write music, yeah, or I have a podcast, that yeah. opens up a whole fucking door. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, like, I mean, no one's going to be like, Colin, let me see your crocheted scarves. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Or let me see you fucking go to the gym. Like, yeah. but people are gonna be like, show me your songs. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. I know. And that's something you gotta be okay with is being like, that's part of kind of diving into it is being like, all right, like, what's your Spotify? Let me, let me pull up my song. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. being okay. And that was part of me, like, even just like coming out like last month on social media and being like, hey, like, I'm writing music. This is what I want to do. I don't care if you're rocking with me or not. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Like, yeah, you know, and like I'm not hurting that. anyone. And I don't. You know, no, like... exactly. Like, I mean, I think it's definitely a journey. And like, sometimes I like get mad at people who like, you know, get picked up when they're like 19 or like they become like screenwriters at like 22 or something. And it's just like, you never had to, you know, like do like you know do that but like it's just you know a lot it's of it is luck it really it's is luck. the draw yeah. some, of, some of it like a lot of it is like you see anyone who has a speech and they're like how how did i make this like i got lucky like a lot of times what you hear is like you know it's luck like you have to have a certain amount of talent and skill of course yeah but like also there could have been maybe 10 bradley coopers and that bradley Cooper no there are picked. though because there's juilliard i don't know how many other acting schools and conservatories uh nyu's Tish school, there are 10 million Bradley Coopers yeah. and 10 million Lady Gagas. And it was just those people that got lucky. Yeah. I have friends who went to fucking Juilliard and like went to Tish at NYU and are just like, hey guys, I'm going to an open mic night. Like, if you want to come see me do stand up, and they paid like 250 grand for their college so that they could get an acting degree. Like, hey, and you know what though? They went and they tried to be the Bradley Cooper. That's all you can do sometimes, right? Yeah. Cause, if that's cause your cause journey. Because you, you don't journey. know. You don't know unless you try. That's what I'm saying. Like, you gotta try whatever you're doing. What's crazy? That that age, this age from like you know, from 22, 23 to like 26, 27. Like a lot of kids, yeah, they graduate college when they're 21, 22, and then a lot of them go get jobs. Some of them don't go to college, but then it's still this age of like. What some the people fuck don't am have I kids. Doing? Some some those those that don't have kids or family or even if they do, like they're just like what? Even though you know, like you have your first job or you think you know what you're doing, a lot of us are just like, 
what am I doing? <laughs> like, it's just the same well, rhetoric. That's, like, that's another thing that I, I realized. I think I know what I'm doing. That's another thing that I realized. Like, my last job, I was working with two attorneys who were, like, 33 and 34. And they were still, like, they had, like, fucking six-figure, like, high-paying. They were attorneys. Yeah. Like, once you're, like, once you have that, like, you're, that's what you are. But they're, like, I don't want to, well, one of them was, like, I don't want to do this. Like, she was, like, I wish I had pursued, like, a career in art, but I'm doing this and making money, so, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, yeah. be like just drop it and become a, an artist? No, like, I'm not going to give up my 150K salary. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. So. Well, she's comfortable with the amount of hours she's working. I mean, she's not Elon Musk. She's not working 20 hours a day. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's Elon Musk. Shout out Elon Musk. <laughs> Crazy guy, but. Um, 120 hour weeks. I feel like once you, like, get, like, to that, like, high profession, like, doc- like once you get- go to med school and, like, get your, like, you're a doctor or something or, like, you're a lawyer or something, it's just, like, what you are, but, like, one time I had a therapist who was a lawyer and she hated it, so she went and got her, like, a master's in counseling and she was, like, she was, like, fuck that, like, so I had an attorney uh, for a therapist because she hated it. Well, yeah, let me just clarify. You don't have to be in the creative to follow your dreams. Oh, true, true, true. Right? So, very true, very true. Uh, it's because we're talking in L.A. right now. It doesn't mean you have to be an actor I mean, or a songwriter. We're on a podcast. We're <laughs> podcasting right now. Like, like, let's say you, I don't know, let's say you get an English degree and you are, like, teaching English or something, and then you decide, fuck, I'm really good at math. I think I might want to become, like, or no, you're really good at physics. You want to become a physicist. That doesn't mean you can't like become a physicist if you like thought you wanted to be a writer. You know, vice yeah. versa. Like, well, yeah. I mean, you can be doing something that you thought you were going to do and pursue something else. Is, I guess is the point. Is right? the point, yeah. 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 Or you like, can always pursue. You're not. You don't. You don't have to be narrowed down to one thing if it's the one thing that you don't want to be narrowed down. I guess it's just... Does that make sense? No, it does. Yeah. But I guess it's just, like, the, like, 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 high-earning professions, like, what we do, um, not necessarily, I mean, I work in law, you work in, like, project management or whatever, um, but, like, that is regarded higher than, um, like, arts, like, music, writing, like yeah because it it runs the world gladly right exactly so like it's like if that is your passion like you're automatically put at a lower tier than someone who wants to become a fucking physicist Mm -hmm. right like you're like i want to become a painter like that's put at a lower tier than like someone who wants to fucking design teslas well and it's harder you know exactly so in some way i guess if you're designing designing teslas but to some people it comes super easy like i have a friend Shout out Austin Sattler if you're listening. He's a fucking engineering genius, and this is he lo- he does material engineering out in Pittsburgh, and he is a fucking genius at it. That's is what he likes, as far as I know, Austin, and he's fucking good at it, and it makes him happy. Working with metal, yeah, <laughs> like so. <laughs> I mean, and that's as long as it makes you happy, you know. Yeah, so it's like that. Good lucky going to work every day. Yeah, he does. He fucking loves it, and he's making bank, and he's like, you know, fucking designing different like alloy, metal alloy. I don't fucking know. Maybe we'll have him on the pod when he comes visit, and 
comes and visits. He's coming next weekend, so. But, um, yeah, I think, but it's also, like, the tiers of, like, careers. Like, if Colin was to be, like, guys, I'm quitting everything. I'm going to become a professional crocheter. You better buy my scarves on Etsy. On my scarves, uh, www.callinstagram slash scarves. You get a discount code, 20%, for all podcasters. Discount code, sitting alone. You can get yourself a scarf today, knitted by the very hands of Colin. Um, But, yeah, it's just, like, the tears of, like, like, it's, if you, also the, the difference between getting, like, a degree in, like, arts or sciences, like, I learned this recently because I had an app idea that I'm still trying to figure out if I can figure out. I'll talk to you later about it. Uh-huh. But um, you can only be a patent attorney if you have a bachelor's in science. If you got a bachelor's in arts, you can't become mm. a patent attorney, even if you pass the bar, even if you have your JD and have a bar license. So you have to have a like. So I I have a BS in psych, mm-hmm. which I didn't know I was getting a BS. I'm BS too. I didn't know I was getting a BS until. I went and got my graduation hood, or my graduation outfit, whatever, and they gave Your me hood. The, my graduation outfit, and they gave you the little. She's in ta- the Ku Klux Klan. Okay, that's <gasps> no. Nope. I'm just kidding. Oh, it was a joke. No, like you know the little hood, the little <laughs> yeah, I know, the gown, the gown, yeah. And they gave me they gave me the yellow one. I was like, is this right? And they're like, yeah, you're getting a bachelor's in psych. And I was like, a bachelor's of science in psych. And I was like, it's a bachelor's of science. And they're like. Yeah, you've been doing this for four years. Like, what? And I was like, oh. Come dissect these patterns. <laughs> no, but yeah, so I could do that. But like other, like some of the, like the attorneys that I've worked with can't go get a, become a patent attorney because they don't have a BS in any, they don't have a bachelor's of science, which yeah. is so weird to me. Yeah, I mean, and that's rough because what if they didn't know they wanted to become a like, what do you have to do? Like, go back and take, like, a science class? Ooh, maybe there's some loopholes. Like, go take a chem class? Maddie's gonna fact check that later. Maybe. <laughs> Just kidding, that's not gonna be fact. Anything on this podcast may or may not be fictitious. It may or may not be <laughs> true and or made up. It may all be a lie. Maybe. We might not even be who we say we are. Are we even real? Whoa. I I don't know. Like, do you, do you guys ever just look around and you're like, am I real? Why am I talking? Why am I thinking? Why, if I'm not paralyzed, can I move my left leg? Even though if I am paralyzed, I can't move my left leg. What are these questions and what are the answers? Dude, I almost went into that kind of loop with my boss today, which, like, <laughs> isn't a good look on my third week of work. But he was like... So he had to put his dog down last week, which was, no, yeah, last week, which was really sad. Dark. And he was talking about how, like, time heals everything and, like, he's not as sad as he was last week and all that. And I was like, well, you know, like, I almost said, I almost went into a time isn't real, like, we're all in fucking, like, the Matrix, like, nothing is real, like, but I didn't because I wasn't, he's not ready for that, but I, I almost went there with him and... Yeah, that'll... That'll uh, dampen anybody's day. <laughs> your hours are getting cut if you go into the... Bitch, um, I'm salaried. I barely work... Oh, shit. I worked, like, what? Snapped her finger. I worked, like, seven hours today-ish. Hey, y'all. And watched, like, a good... Bitches on the payroll. Let's go. 
And drop, 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 drop it slow. Payroll. But yeah, so I watched like a good two hours of YouTube videos today. Anywho, um, what were you saying, babe? Maddie's chiming in. I want more like juicy topics. All right, well, we're going to Okay, so we had too many juicy topics to talk about um, to fit into this segment, this episode. Also, LaCroix water tastes like static. Yeah, it tastes like... That's the last thing I want to say. Um, I don't know how everyone drinks it all the time. It tastes like lemon-scented static. It's just not good. I don't know what you guys are doing. We're going to come back next time with some more hot and spicy convos for y'all. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Yeah, I love you. I love you guys. I love you more. Follow me at Colin Scram. Follow at Cash at Cash Wave Rider. Anyone else? Uh, at Gemini Bitch Slap. At Gemini Bitch Slap. Shout out Matt. Shout out Matt. Um, we love you. Be good. Be safe. Peace. Love and light.